0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Some attention today to a book written by a Christian author about the physical, mental, emotional and spiritual suffering of young girls trafficked into global systems of prostitution. The book's author is Penny J whose book is called Out of the Cages, offering insights into the deception, betrayal of trust and the systemic collusion that affects the lives of vulnerable girls. Penny's written more than 20 books for children and young adults and our opportunity today to talk about her latest book. Penny, welcome along to 2020. Hi, thanks
1: Neil, thanks for having
0: me. Penny, you're really venturing into new territory with this new book. It's different to earlier books that you've written.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's my first young adult novel. Um, It's my first novel specifically for the general market. And it's the first novel that involved this much research as well. Yeah, new topic area altogether.
0: Now, it's a novel that's about... Uh, the redemption of trafficked young women and those mm. who are around them uh, to live and be free after years of being sex slaves mm. in brothels. Uh, what sort of research yeah. did you have to do for this novel?
1: A lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I started the research when I was living in Nepal with my family. We were working for International Nepal Fellowship at that time uh, in the early 2000s and I just became aware of more and more stories of of young people being sold across the border into India so I um, I started connecting with NGOs and asking lots of questions reading lots of uh, newspaper articles Um, yeah I just found out as much as I could I uh, visited rehabilitation homes Uh, in 2013 I traveled to India with um, an exposure trip with Stop the Traffic And I did some more research there on on just how people can respond and rescue and, and help the rehabilitation efforts for people who have been sold into slavery.
0: When yeah, you're doing city, that sort okay. of research, do you sit down mm. with young women who've been through, and sometimes the most horrendous of mm. circumstances? You hear their story, and are you gleaning sort of you are making mental notes, or are you sitting there with a notepad and, and you're writing mm. down so that you can reflect their story and do that in a a way that that, that really just shows respect for uh, for the circumstances that they've been through?
1: Mm, mm, yeah paying respect to people's stories was one of the really big things um, that I had to be really aware of all the time. Um, so I didn't actually interview very many um, girls specifically about their experiences. I, I felt that that was just tre- treading too close um, to, to their experiences and coming as, as a researcher to write a novel. I just felt that was not respecting them. Um, but the ones that I did speak to, I was asked, you know, are you happy for me to record this? Um, are you okay? If I take notes, um, sometimes they said yes, sometimes they said no, and so I just I respected their wishes and um, and I wasn't writing just one person's story, and I think that that helped because I was gathering clues and pieces of information from documentaries, from um, NGO workers, counsellors, um, and and all those bits just ended up building together to to fill in all the details that I needed. So I wasn't grilling one person. And I would always pay attention to what they wanted me to record and what they didn't want me
0: to. And, of course, all of this research goes into the way you develop a character. Tell us mm. about the character, the, you know, the lead character in your novel.
1: Mm. Mm. So my lead character is a young 12-year-old girl called Mina. And um, so she lives in Nepal and is tricked with her younger friend who is 11, into slavery. And so to to learn about her, um, I just kept my eyes open and paid attention to what I saw. When we were living in Nepal, we um, went to a church in in quite a poor community. And and so I just watched and listened and and hung out with my young friends and and learned what their life was like. And a lot of that ended up in the book. And then... um, I just gathered up different bits of story from different people all over the place and ended up creating her character. There was a point in the research where I had to tell myself, okay, Penny, you're not writing a a non-fiction book here. This is actually fiction and I had to give myself permission to tell a story, um, to make something up. But everything that's in the book is based on something that I heard or read about or was told about in my research.
0: Interesting, isn't it, where you can use a church experience to connect with people who've been through some dreadful things. Did you find that when you were in Nepal and you've Mm. also been to India and you've researched in those places that churches Mm. are a catchment area for people who've been through some dreadfully horrendous things and, and yet they've found some level of solace uh, some form of uh, of sanctuary in, in the local church gathering. How, how do you see those people when they've come into church life?
1: Um, I, I didn't actually meet any people in my local church who had had that experience. There were a number of people in my local church who I was concerned about their safety um, and the stories they told me. I was like, hang on, just check that out. Make sure you're not being trafficked. But uh, in terms of coming back, I didn't actually meet any um, that had come back and returned into the church. But what I did meet was a lot of people who were inspired by the love of God to work in NGOs. There was a number of Christian NGOs that specifically were working at rescuing people from um, slavery in the red light districts, specifically working at preventing trafficking. And and the faith that inspired these people to keep working was just inspiring. I was I was so encouraged by their witness and their testimony. And for a long time I had to think about and wrestle with, would I write the story of a young girl coming to faith out of these horrible experiences? And I really had to wrestle with that. It was, is that the story God wanted me to write? And, and eventually I had to come to peace with the fact that of the numbers, I mean, the numbers are incredible, the amount, thousands, tens of thousands of people are sold into slavery um, uh, across the border from Nepal into India. But the number of those that hear the good news about Jesus, is so incredibly small, I felt if I was to tell the true story, I would not be able to tell that particular story. I needed to tell the story that was more frequent. And so in my story, um, I do not talk about God, um, and yet I believe God is a God of freedom, and so I speak a lot about freedom in my novel. And and I believe God is in my story without being specifically written in in the words.
0: You write short stories and you've written picture books over the years. Mm-hmm. Is this mm-hmm. latest novel of yours a little coming of maturity because of the type of topic that you've chosen or is or are there other things that you've written about where you've located your story in some really challenging topic areas as well? Is this the toughest mm-hmm. one you've worked on?
1: This would be the toughest one I've worked on. Yes, definitely. Um, but I'm not sure that it is the culmination of all the others because I've been working on this story is is 12 years since first draft. So I was working on this story while I was working on some of my other stuff as well. Um, but the interesting thing I'm noticing as I continue to write and come up with new stories is that I tend to be drawn to the hard stories. I tend to be drawn to, to the issues, um... So I have, um, I have a picture book that will be coming out next year that talks about foster care and adoption because that's another one of those issues that's really on my heart. Uh, I've written a series of books called the Tanya Abbey um, novels which are under my other author named Penny Reeve and they look at how does the average 10-year-old um, deal with global poverty? How do they live out their faith in a practical way that can respond to the needs of others? So I tend to gravitate towards those sorts of issues But this book is definitely a standout in that um, it was exceptionally difficult to write. Um, Some of the content was stuff I didn't actually want to think about. I didn't want to have to imagine, but I knew I had to because it's a story that that needs to be told. Um, I think trafficking has existed in secrecy for too long, and we need to to talk about it. We need to um, learn about it, and we need to do something about it.
0: Is the book a type of book that will encourage the reader to stop and take some action? I mean, is there enough reality when you read it as a novel to say that uh, this is something that, you know, people need to stand up and be counted and and say something worthwhile, something substantial?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Um, when I was researching the topic area, I was, I was very conscious. That I didn't just want to tell the story of what it was like to be trafficked or what it was like to work in a brothel. I thought the story that I really wanted to tell is what is it like to escape and what is it like to go home how, how do you find freedom again when it's been stripped away from you how do you find healing and and so there is this hope that I've threaded through the entire work that just pulls my main character Mina into a place of healing and a place of redemption a place where she can go home and where she can help and support other people and so I think uh, at the end of the novel, which I can't tell you because that would be a spoiler, okay. <laughs> she, she is facing going home. And, and I think that it leaves the reader with a real sense of, you know what, this is something I want to be involved in. I want to help people get to this state. I want to help stop trafficking. I want to help people get home. So, yeah, I believe it, it, it ends on an action note for people. Yeah.
0: Well, Penny, great to hear of your new book. Uh, let me point Thank people you. to it. Uh, it's mm. called Out of the Cages. And yep. the best place to point people to where they can get a hold of it is at your pennyj.com website, or can you get it on Amazon or uh, all good bookseller yeah. sites?
1: Yep, all good bookseller sites. Um, you can, it is available at Kurong, uh Booktopia, yep, just Google it and you should find it.
0: And pennyj.com, and uh, Penny, just great getting some insights into your book. Uh, thanks so much for taking some time to share your heart with cool. us today.